Welcome to a new week at the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. This is the podcast that is getting taped the uh, few days after Thanksgiving. So it's an after Thanksgiving podcast. So I hope everyone had a safe and warm and wonderful Thanksgiving. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, a wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all of this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999 in Phoenix, Arizona. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find a balance between my personal life and my work life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed some tips for living my best life and enjoying my work and enjoying my time off. This podcast will discuss how Thanksgiving went and some tips for the upcoming month with the holiday approaching. And I also have, because it was a long holiday weekend, I have a couple movie reviews, a streaming tip, and a book review, and a product review. So I want to tell everyone about my Thanksgiving, first of all. And I really hope that everyone else had something kind of similar in terms of enjoyment. Moving up to Thanksgiving, it was crazy. I had court on... Monday and Tuesday, and then I went to the office on Wednesday really for kind of office cleanup and returning phone calls from the last couple of days, and Wednesday was like a marvel. Uh, It was very quiet. A lot of people had already left for their plans or were taking time off with their family, so it was just quiet and it allowed me to catch up. And these holiday weekends can be a great time to catch up on work, catch up on your personal life, and enjoy your personal life. So on Wednesday, like I said, I worked, got kind of caught up, felt really great about my plans for the weekend because I knew I'd be spending time with family and I was going to have time for relaxation, but I also knew I needed to get some work in there as well. So I definitely had a plan as I left on Wednesday. But I didn't want to work Wednesday night, and I obviously didn't want to work Thanksgiving because it's a bummer when you have to work Thanksgiving. And I know there's a lot of people with positions, if they work in retail or in um, if they work in the hotel business or restaurants where they don't have this as a choice. But usually as a lawyer, most of the time I can avoid working on Thanksgiving. So Wednesday night, I had dinner with my daughter and um, also saw a movie with her. We saw the movie Overlord, and I'll give a brief review of that when I get done talking about the holidays in general. And that was nice. It just was my kickoff to Thanksgiving. And then on Thanksgiving, when I woke up, I let myself sleep until I didn't want to sleep anymore which is usually like my my body's clock during this time of year when there's not a lot of sunlight. I usually wake up about 7ish. 
And I got up and I just took a, a walk and I stopped and had coffee. And then I got back to the house and just really, really started cooking and got everything pretty much prepped, hopped in the shower. Everyone came over for Thanksgiving and it was wonderful. Everyone just kept saying, this is so nice. I had about two dozen people over. It was all family and it was just lovely. It was relaxing. Everyone enjoyed the food. Everyone had fun conversation. I'll have I'll give you a little tip uh, for Thanksgiving, and I've done it on Christmas too. If you can get, um, and it can be craft paper too, you know that you put on the the table. But for a couple of dollars, you can get paper tablecloths that have connect the dots, word searches, coloring items, and I got some from Target that were so cute. It had lists that you could write, what you were thankful for, and I got placemats too as well. And they had turkeys and everyone was coloring the turkeys and they were writing their thankful lists, which of course just ended up people being silly, but it was fun and we were all laughing. And I love to have that type of tablecloth because it's so nice when you're just sitting and talking to someone to pick up a crayon and just color. It's a very, very relaxing and we just had this great time. I know I mentioned it in my last podcast, but for the meat eaters who were coming my way, since I don't eat turkey or cook turkey, I bought a roasted turkey from Honey Baked Ham, and it was a turkey breast. So, so easy. Everyone said it was super delicious. It was pre-cooked. I just heated it up in the oven. I didn't have to worry about stuffing it or anything else. And then Honey Baked Ham also has side dishes that you can buy in trays that you can microwave or stick in the oven. I bought a broccoli side dish from Honey Baked Ham that actually ended up being one of the hits of Thanksgiving. And I was like, I didn't even cook that one, but everyone really, really enjoyed it. It was like uh, roasted broccoli and Parmesan and maybe lemon juice and olive oil. It was just very simple, but very good. And all I had to do was microwave it and it came out perfect. So Thursday was great, and then on Friday morning, I thought, okay, I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I had something that I had wanted to draft for a long time, Um, so I went to work on Friday at 6.30 a.m., so I could just work. You get so much work done when you are at the office before the sun comes up. I sat down at my desk, I had coffee, I was reading through transcripts, I was writing. I got more work done on that project than I did in a whole week of trying to get at it when I could get at it. Actually, two weeks. I had this sitting there and I was trying to work on it when I could. I didn't have any time. And finally on Friday, I got a big chunk of it. So I stayed at the office till about 1230. I went home and took a nap. And then went to the movies on Friday night, and I saw Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grivendal. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right now. Grindelwald. And I'll give a review on that as well. And then Saturday and Sunday were very similar to my regular type of weekends. Going to church, taking my walk, 
relaxing, did a, a lot of reading. That was so nice. Got my nails done on Sunday. Um, I And a, a thing that I decided to do because it was such a much more relaxing weekend, I was kind of working my way through my pantry. So we had leftovers from Thanksgiving. My husband kind of went through those um, in, in a few days. I don't really have anything left. But I had a bunch of food that I had bought but hadn't um, hadn't gotten to because it was Thanksgiving. So I just kind of was working my way through it. I ended up with a bunch of vegetables. So I just combined them all and made a soup. Um, I had a can of pure pumpkin, so I made pumpkin pancakes today. So just made things that I wouldn't usually make and just try to use up some of the food. I know my next shopping trip will be a really big shopping trip because I'm just using what I have and seeing how far that gets me, which I recommend doing at times if you can. I notice sometimes in my pantry and my fridge just becomes overstocked and I'm sort of not getting to the food. We're, we're doing things like ordering pizza because we're busy and then you look in the freezer and there's a ton of food in there. And if you have some time just to to eat that stuff before it goes bad, you feel good. And then you're like, hey, I'm not, you know, spending money going out to eat. I'm not spending money on takeout. I'm not filling in uh, my pantry and my fridge with more groceries. It just feels kind of good. And then you have like a week where you don't even have a grocery bill. And it's kind of fun. So um, that was Thanksgiving. And I just want to encourage everyone that when you have that time, if you can have that time, enjoy it. This was one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. It felt so luxurious. It felt so quiet. It's Sunday night as I record this, and I'm getting ready for the week. And I checked my emails, and they're still quiet. People are still on vacation. It is so nice to have it. And it is my favorite thing about the holidays. When People, not only because it's a quiet time and I can enjoy it, but I know that many people are taking the time to spend with their families and enjoying their families when they usually don't have the time to do it. What else was great about Thanksgiving week was a lot of activities were canceled. So my daughter didn't have school on Wednesday, so that was very relaxing. My... Um, my church group was canceled on Wednesday night, and my daughter's dance was canceled for the week. So it just felt like there was time. And and it, and when you have that, you have to take it and enjoy it. Um, otherwise, I think you just have a lot of regrets. And you have to rest. You have to relax and feel good. And as I was thinking about that, I came across a little article in People Magazine, and it was about RuPaul. And he had, he wrote a book um, called Guru, and he had put some rules for living. And some of them I thought were so cute that I just wanted to share them. One was never pass up an opportunity to wear a fancy outfit, even if, even if you're the only one who appreciates that. I'm really starting to appreciate that advice because I feel like there's a lot of days where I'm just in a regular suit because I'm going to court. Or if I'm in the office for meetings, I might wear jeans um, 
or some dress pants, nothing fancy, you know, nothing sparkly. And if I'm in the office and no one's coming in, I'm usually wearing leggings, uh, exercise uh, pants or yoga pants with a sweatshirt thrown over it. And you don't feel very fancy, you know. Uh, I don't think, I think there was a couple days this weekend I never even put on makeup. Starting to feel a little bit bummy and kind of excited about tomorrow to get back into maybe just looking kind of cute again. And I bought some items um, in the last week that I felt were festive. I bought this beautiful sequin skirt from NY and Company and a satin skirt and a couple of tops. And I'm excited to wear them. You know, a day where it's, it's not for court, but it could be for a night out. Or it could even be for a day of meetings or depositions in the office. Uh, another one of RuPaul's tips is, I'm going to use his language. It's, if you really want to throw bitches off their game, arrive early. I love arriving early at places. Not because <laughs> RuPaul's advice is throw bitches off their game. That's not really what I want to do. I'm more... It's for me mostly because if I arrive early, it gives me a few minutes just to take a breath and flip open my calendar, maybe go through some emails on my phone. In the last month or so, as traffic has been very bad in Arizona, and there was a couple of days where I got caught up where there was accidents on the freeway. And there was a handful of days where I ended up being later than I wanted to be. The day that I got sick that I talked about last week. And you just run in and it's very uh, discombobulating. And you just feel like, ugh, I, you know, you you walk in and everyone's sitting there waiting for you. It's just the worst. So it's nice when you can get there early. RuPaul also says, always wear heels because flats are for quitters. That made me laugh so much. I love to wear heels. Um, I, I feel like I'm getting a little old and my back's starting to give out. But when I wear heels, it just makes my outfit look better. It makes me stand taller. I love it. And then RuPaul's um, advice is if you can't wear heels, uh, get some slide in mules. And I just got actually, before I even read this advice, I got a pair of mules um, from Sarah Jessica Parker's shoe line. If you have not tried her shoes, try them. They are still, they're expensive, but if you go to someplace like Nordstrom Rack or Last Chance, you can get them on sale for quite a bit off the regular price. Even when they're full price, they are so much cheaper than like a Jimmy Choo or a Manolo Blahnik, and they're the same quality. They're made in Italy. Um, I think she actually worked with, I remember when she first started the shoe line that she was talking about working with Manolo Blahnik, and the pumps are very, very similar to Manolo Blahnik pumps. So I recommend that shoe quite a bit. They run a little small, so... Um, it's usually like a size or two that you need to go up in her shoes. But I find that to be true with any sort of European shoes at all. 
And the last piece of advice that I got from uh, RuPaul was, um, he says, catching a cold is your body's way of saying, bitch, you need to sit your ass down. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. As I discussed in my last podcast, how I got so ill and it knocked me out, I should have not tried to do what I did that day by going to court. I should have sat down. And in the last few years, I've gotten quite a bit of uh, of colds. Like every season, I get probably three or four colds. And you have to listen to your body. You know, eat soup, get sleep, um, go home early from work, try not to be around people so you don't get them sick. All that great advice. Because you know it's your body's way of just saying, you've had enough, you're getting ill. I had a couple tips of my own regarding the holiday, surviving the holidays. From now until Christmas is such a push for me. I am the happiest person in the world uh, on Christmas Day afternoon. And that week through New Year's Day is honestly one of the best weeks of my life. It's generally very quiet. I usually don't have court. Um, I might have some meetings scattered in there, but it's not like a regular work week for, for most people. But from Thanksgiving, so this weekend of just pure and utter delight until Christmas Day afternoon, when everything has died down after we've finished Christmas dinner is start, start your engines. And it's, and it's like this for everyone. And so you have to have some plan in place to get this done. My first plan of action, and I started doing it this weekend, was to look at my calendar and really, really think about what do I need to do and what, do, what can I say no to? I have had nights in the month of December where I've had three Christmas parties on one night. In a way, it kind of works out well if they're in the same area. If they're in three different areas and you're driving 250 miles, it's probably time to say no to one. But if you can go to all three and say, hey, I'm dropping in and headed to my next party, it can really be a way to kind of move the night along. But you have to plan for it, and you have to know what your calendar looks like. This month, um, I'm having family coming in, and it was expected that they were coming in, but sort of unexpectedly, we decided to do a trip to California in December. And it's a quick trip. It's just two days. But now it's time to start planning. So I'm really looking at my calendar going, okay, these two days I'm going to be gone. What can I do to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed right before I leave and right when I come back? So it's really planning on that. It's it's juggling your social things with your work life because you have to keep working. It's not like you can just shut off the month of December and go, okay, see you January 1st. It. It, December for a lot of people, I, I know for attorneys, it can be a very busy month because you have judges sliding in a lot of hearings 
before the end of the year. So from December 1st to December 22nd, we can have a lot of hearings. For accountants, they're going to be very busy. For anybody who is an executive, they're going to have end of the year reports, goals, all of that. And you have everything else. Um, doing Christmas cards. Maybe it's your year where you say, I'm not going to do them this year. Uh, so you have to juggle what can I do and what can I not do. Make a list. As I've said before, I always take a notebook with me. I have it all the time. I'm always making lists. And sometimes I make a list and I take things out where I'm not going to do this. This isn't going to happen this year or this isn't going to happen this month. I have to let it go. I also try to, during the month of December, not overextend myself on weekends. The thing I hate worst in the, in the world is you leave work on Friday and you have plans Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and boom, you're back at work on Monday. I need some sort of downtime in there. I need some sort of unstructured, unscheduled time. It can't always happen. But especially during this time of year when you're really pushing it towards Christmas, try to um, not schedule something on one of the days of the week, uh, the weekend. So for instance, if you have a party uh, Saturday night maybe and you have a friend who's in town and wants to get together for brunch or breakfast, maybe do that on Saturday. So you're push day is Saturday and then you can take Sunday off. Just be very mindful of your scheduling so that you can keep going and, and not get ill. If possible, avoid people who, <laughs> I'm going to sound like the biggest Grinch in the world when I say this, avoid people who stress you out if they love the holidays too much. There might be someone who's house is decorated impeccably or they might be saying that all their lights were put up the weekend of Thanksgiving or even earlier and you're thinking I can't do it I you know don't do it do it on your schedule I decided this year and, and my husband and I talked about it was that because Thanksgiving was on the earlier end we weren't ready to get a tree this weekend. We're thinking, hey, let December get here. Um, your tree's up for a month anyways at that point, even if you're putting it up in December. We're also thinking about getting a live tree. So if we got it this weekend, it would be so crunchy and dried out by the time Christmas got around. So we're just taking it easy. We're not worrying about it. We're letting Thanksgiving come and go and then we'll worry about Christmas. I do have a little silver and blue wreath. Blue is my favorite color for Christmas. I hung that on the door. I'm like, there, there. I did something for Christmas without knocking myself on it, out on it. Like I said before, remember, you can say no. If there's a party coming up or a work function, I know there's some things that you're going to be obligated to do and that you can't say no, but the things that you can say no to, really think about it. If you don't have the time to do it or you're worn out or you're feeling tired or you're getting lots of headaches, it's time to say no and get some rest. And schedule something during this month 
for yourself, make sure you get a manicure or a pedicure so you can relax. Is it time to go to your hairdresser? Would it be great to get a massage or an acupuncture treatment or go to the chiropractor, a facial, any of these types of things where you're taking care of yourself? And something as simple as a doctor's appointment. If you haven't done your annual physical and it's time, make your doctor's appointment. I actually made my annual um, checkup on December 31st, New Year's Eve. I know that sounds so weird. When I called to make it, they said, oh, the doctor's, uh, her first availability is, is New Year's Eve, the checkups. And I said, why not? It was in the morning of New Year's Eve. It'll be after a week of, um, hopefully, I mean, I don't know what the week will bring yet, but usually that week is pretty quiet. So um, get it done, you know, that, during that week. I I know people have to travel um, during Christmas and Thanksgiving. And if their family is in another place, there's nothing they can do. Luckily, all of my family is here. Even when they weren't, I didn't go see them during Christmas and Thanksgiving. It probably makes me sound terrible. But I couldn't bear the thought of, getting on a plane, being at the airport, um, worried about if I was going to be snowed in somewhere. So to the extent that you can have some control of your travel, do it. You can always, um, I have a friend who her family came into town the weekend before Thanksgiving. They just did Thanksgiving then. They didn't stress about it. And then on Thanksgiving, she day she drove to Vegas. I thought that sounds like the most fun idea I've ever heard. And it was ended up I'm assuming it was not stressful for her because she seemed not stressed by it. But she worked with what she had. And that's what you have to do during the holidays. Okay. So everyone, um take care of yourself during the holidays. I'm sure I'll be talking about it more during the next couple of weeks as we look ahead towards Christmas and New Year's. I also wanted to talk about, because it was the long weekend, it gave me a chance to do some enjoyable things. And I wanted to give some reviews on what I thought, and and hopefully this helps people in deciding what they want to choose in their in their entertainment choices. There's been a lot of promotion for a show called Homecoming on Amazon. It stars Julia Roberts. I wasn't particularly interested at first. It seemed like it was going to be boring. I don't know why. The posters just seemed boring. It was her sitting in an office with a man, and they were just facing each other. It's more exciting than that. I really enjoyed it. Julia Roberts was great in it. She was transformed. Um, she's so glamorous, generally, you know, with the long hair and uh, always like the glamorous. I was picturing like glamorous gowns at award shows, but she was transformed into um, someone more plain looking uh, with how she was dressed and a wig that she was wearing. And um, you don't ever forget that she's Julia Roberts because she's just so distinct 
but it was a very good performance. And that's probably really what made the show. There was also a ton of great actors. Um, there were some actors who played, I don't think this is a, a spoiler to say this, but so Julia Roberts is a counselor to soldiers who come back from the war who are struggling with post-traumatic stress syndrome. What happens in the show is it's more twistier than that. And they really play with the timelines. They go back and forth between what happened when she was a counselor and then what's currently happening with her. And you're not sure for many episodes what's happening. Also, this show moves at a fast clip. It's 10 episodes, but every episode is about 30 minutes long. The young guys who play the soldiers are great. Um, Bobby Cannavale plays Julia Roberts' boss, and he is always excellent at playing kind of a swarmy, uh, little bit evil guy, and he did a great job with that. Um, I just enjoyed it. I couldn't stop watching it. So I watched it pretty quickly and I've watched it over the last week and then finished it up this weekend. So I recommend it. It, it ended kind of predictably, like they built it up and then you, you knew what was happening. So it wasn't, I don't know how to describe it. I thought there was going to be more of a twist at the end, but they kind of wrapped it up more like in the third to the last um, episode and then wrapped up the story. So you knew what was happening um, before the show ended, if that makes sense. But I definitely recommend it. And, and like I said, if you're looking for something to binge watch, it's not the biggest commitment in the world because it's about five hours. So it goes pretty quickly. And I understand that the show was based on a podcast and um, great acting, great camera angles. It was just shot very differently. Sort of reminded me of Breaking Bad, how Breaking Bad just had the very unusual camera angles and different perspectives, and it made it interesting visually as well. I saw two movies over the weekend. On Wednesday, I saw Overlord. And on Friday, I saw The New Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grivendahl. I'm not saying that wrong. But you know what I'm talking about when I say it's the second Fantastic Beast. I didn't hear of the movie Overlord at all until about a week ago. And the best way I can describe it is a Nazi zombie movie. As soon as I heard that description, I was sold. I had to see it. I said, that just sounds interesting to me. Um, I like horror. I like zombies. I want to see this. And it was good. It um, it kind of had a B-movie quality. It's more of a war movie than it is a zombie movie. And there's a reason for the zombies. They're not just an organic type of zombie like The Walking Dead, where suddenly now there's zombies. Like, there was a reason for it, and that was interesting. 
and you were rooting for the good guys and booing the bad guys. And it just was good and it moved along and it was exciting. I don't know that I have the same thing to say about the second Fantastic Beast. I liked the first one well enough. It was never as good to me as a as any of the Harry Potters, but it was good. And it had the cute characters and all of that. The second Fantastic Beast, I don't know how to describe it. It It, I think anyone would say it was a good movie. Visually, it was amazing. The costumes, the special effects. It was close to two and a half hours. It's way too long for this type of movie. There was a, the editing seemed a little bit weird. Not choppy, like not bad editing, but sometimes you didn't know who was who in the characters. Some of the characters looked an awful lot like other characters, so sometimes I wasn't sure who I was looking at. Um, it, there were parts that were kind of boring that just went on for a long time. All the actors are great, but I just can't explain it. It just was not that good, and it was really a two and a half hour setup for whatever the next Fantastic Beasts are going to be. Jude Law plays Dumbledore as a young man. That was a great choice. I really liked it. It just felt like it was Dumbledore as a young man. Like it didn't feel like an actor at all. I, I really, really enjoyed him. My favorite parts are when they went to Hogwarts and you saw the students and you saw classes and that sort of thing. The movie took place in Paris, which... I love Paris, so anything that has Paris anything I love, but that wasn't even really that exciting. I don't know. It just, it was fine. Like, that's all I can say about it. It was fine. It, maybe it's worth just waiting till it, it comes out in streaming to see it. It just was not that exciting to see at the movies. Okay. I'm reading a book. I am about a third into it, but I'm really enjoying it. And it's called Where the Bodies Were Buried by TJ English. And it's a book about Whitey Bulger. He is the gangster from Boston, mostly during the 70s and 80s, who hid in Santa Monica for about 20 years, was captured, tried, given a couple of life sentences, has been in federal prison for the last few years, got transferred at the end of October, and was murdered at the new prison. So after that story happened where he got killed, and I did see the movie Black Mass with Johnny Depp uh, when it came out, I think a couple of years ago, and um, always thought that he was a fascinating figure, and then when he got killed in prison um, at 90 years old, like it's just so crazy. Like all those years of being an FBI informant and a gangster and being in prison. He was an Alcatraz and many, many years ago. And he just kept living, living, living. And then at 90 years old, he gets murdered and by his cellmate and I think another individual came and 
and helped with the killing. So it just got me thinking, and I got a book from the and from the library. It's very fascinating. It was such a conspiracy, how he was protected by um, the FBI and the Boston police, and and he just was able to commit crimes because of it. Black Mass is a good movie, um, but if you want to see a really, really good movie loosely based on it, and I think I mentioned this movie before because it's one of my all-time favorites, see The Departed. The Jack Nicholson character is loosely based on Whitey Bulger, but it is the greatest movie. I just love that movie. It's Martin Scorsese at his finest. All right, I had a product review as well. I bought a Google Home on Black Friday. I went every year. I say, I'm not going Black Friday shopping. And then on Thanksgiving, when my brother is over, he says, do you, um, do you want to go to Walmart? And the Walmart in town is usually, years ago, it would be so, so busy. And now, not so much. It, it still is, but it's manageable. You can get parking, whatever. So it's, you know, going for an hour and then we get to walk around and talk too, which is always fun. So uh, we went to Black Friday and um, they had Google Home for $25. And earlier that day, no joke, I said to my husband, why would anyone get a Google Home? Whatever you can do, you can do on your phone. Like, I don't understand it. And then I saw it at the grocery store for $25. They had it on sale too. And my daughter has one, my oldest daughter. So I asked her and she says, oh no, it's great because you can just tell it to play music. You can ask it for the time. You can ask it for traffic. And if you're cooking something or whatever, you don't need to use your hands where, you know, you're pressing your phone, whatever. And so I got one and I thought, well, if I don't like it, I can give it away or take it back or whatever. If you can find it for the of the price of the Black Friday price of $25, get one. They are super fun. I had it in my kitchen today. I said a million things to it. I had it play music. I had it tell me some traffic. I asked it some questions. Oh, when I was cooking, I asked it for some measurement conversion. Um, as I was doing the dishes, I asked it to put on some music. I had it tell me some jokes. I'm using it for sillier reasons, but I think you can also do things like if you have, um, you know, things that like a thermostat um, or a smart oven or something like that. I, all my stuff is just regular, so none of that is compatible. But you can hook up all that as well and, and connect it through Google Home. And for that price, I mean, that's no money. That's, that is like a dinner out, <laughs> you know, for one person, about $25 or a dinner and a half, whatever. Okay, um, a little warning about Black Friday shopping. I have noticed it in the past and I read actually an article about it. Be careful what you get for Black Friday because sometimes they're discounting things that are not great sellers or they're discounting things that um, are going to be a discounted price anyways where the price is coming down. 
or it's a special that's just for Black Friday. So one other item that I bought was I my TV downstairs is a flat screen, but it's not a smart TV. So I can't watch Netflix and I can't watch uh, Amazon or anything like that. I always have to watch it upstairs on my Roku TV. So it's not the greatest tragedy, you know, obviously. TV is a, a terrible tragedy, but it would be nice to have that downstairs. So I bought this DVD player from Walmart, and it was the Blu-ray with all the streaming devices. So I spend like an hour on Saturday setting it up, and it just keeps freezing. Anytime you watch Netflix, it freezes. It let us watch a movie on Amazon, although it shut it off in the middle of the movie, and we had to reset it. So my husband looked up reviews on the thing, and um, it was the brand LG. It had one-star reviews, like universally, where people said, this thing glitches, it never works. <laughs> so um, if you are looking at something, maybe run a review on it or a price check. I wish I would have done that. I just figured, oh, 50 bucks, you know, no big deal. But I'm going to have to have it returned now because it is... Such a piece of garbage. It just does not work at all. It was very, very disappointing. Okay, everybody, have a great week. I will talk to you next week. God bless.